0: class prop JC here this is our final video for this course which means you are officially in the home stretch you're moving uh, closer to the end of this course and I want to congratulate you on that you're one step closer to your final outcome that you're looking forward to Um, today I can't think of a better law to kind of lead you with we started off I think with one of my favorite laws with one of the most important laws which is the law of the lid and I was actually sharing with somebody the other day, how that law scares me the most because it's, it, you know, the reality of that is it, my, my deficits, right? Who I am as a person. There's another class I'm teaching about integrity right now and how, how integrity is just our character. Who I am as a person, it will either uh, elevate the people around me or will hold back the people around me. And that scares me to death. The idea that I could be a person who holds back other people from reaching their full and highest potential. That is not something I wanna be. But we've all worked for someone like that. We've all, maybe we've had teachers like that. We've had coaches like that, professors, whatever it might be, bosses, managers. Maybe we've been in relationships like that where, where the other person that we're with, is not helping us to reach our full and highest potential. In some ways, they're holding us back because of their own issues, whatever those issues might be. So we started with that. And then we kind of worked our way through. And today we're going to talk about the law of empowerment, which is great, because it, it, it really is like the, the 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 cousin, like the close cousin of, of the law of the lid, right? Both of these things go hand in hand. And I think your leadership lid, right and we talked about this a lot of people are really committed to their personal success but it, that doesn't matter no one no one's going to follow you because you are personally successful or because you look good or because you've got a, a nice style about you whatever it might be people will follow you based on what we're going to talk about today are you able to empower them right are you able to help them get to where they want to go and the bigger the dreams i I, I just heard this the other day. I should have written this down. If the bigger the dreams the people have around you, the bigger you have to be or they're going to go find someone else to work for. Or eventually, you know, and and what a great thing, you know, they're going to go out and start their own company. But if they're a person who doesn't want to start their own company, doesn't want to start their own nonprofit, whatever it is. That doesn't want to be the CEO, but they want to work somewhere where they can go where the sky's the limit, but they want to work within a company. You have to be the kind of leader who builds the kind of systems and builds the kind of organizations where a a, a level 10 can walk in and and still feel like they have something to strive for. At, at some point, I've talked about this on the podcast. I don't know if I've talked about it in this class or not. And I really wish that I would have recorded this or I would make copies or, and I'm still going to try to find this, but there's, there's a company that I was studying. It, they're a waste management company. And I want to say they're based out of Brazil or South America, something like this, but they were so, so committed, but don't quote me on that. Okay. I'm, 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 still trying to find this. It was like a case study. I read at some point, they were so passionate about uh, people development and leader development. What they did was anytime someone reached a certain level. Okay. within the company, and maybe they were ready to become an executive vice president or senior vice president or whatever it is, that next step towards president. But there were other people at the, those levels who weren't going to leave the company. They weren't going to retire. What they did was they said, well, we're going to go within the confines of this business. You're going to go start a whole nother uh I don't know what you'd call that. You'd you'd start a whole nother like franchise almost. okay? so you'll take what we're doing here and we're just going to give you a whole new market and you're going to take that and you're going to go start that market, but you're still going to collect your salary, all this kind of stuff. You'll still have the money of the company behind you, but you'll be able to do this. How cool is that? Right. As opposed to saying, well, you're always going to have a lid here to say, well, our company now will grow because we're so committed to people development and leader development uh, that we're going to. If we get too small here, then we're going to go ahead and send you out, okay, we're we're going to send you out to these other, uh, you know, to these other other locations and these other people, uh, you know, these people who are trying to go to the next level, they have room to grow, right? I don't know if that made sense to you. But that's what gets me so fired up is this is what when empowerment happens, true empowerment happens, the organization will grow. That means the profits are growing all this other kind of stuff when we focus on leader development, but that holds a lot of people back. So anyway, I'm on page 145 in the book and he talks about two different Henry Fords. Okay? Uh so you can read the stories about what he's talking about with two different Henry Fords, but we get to 145 and here's what he has to say. He says this, "Both Henry Fords failed to abide by the law of empowerment. Rather than identifying leaders, building them up, giving them resources, authority and responsibility, and then turning them loose to achieve, they alter, um, they alternately encouraged and undermined their best people, their insecurity. And I've actually read a story about this before. I read a book on this that talked about the younger Ford and how it was really tough for um It's really tough for him to empower people. Their insecurity, I want you to remember that word, their insecurity made it impossible for them to give power to other people. Ultimately, it undermined their personal leadership potential, created havoc in the lives of the people around them, and damaged their organization. If leaders want to be successful, they have to be willing to empower others. That's the key. I like the way President Theodore Roosevelt stated it. The best executive is the one who has sense enough to pick good people to do what he wants done, and then the self-restraint enough to keep from meddling with these good people while they do the work. That's the key. You find really talented people. But what keeps people from that? Well, John Maxwell goes on and he gives three different barriers that keeps people... uh, um, uh, from empowering other people. And he says this, and barrier number one, barrier number one is the desire for job security. Okay. And it says the number one enemy of empowerment is the fear of losing what we have. Weak leaders worry that if they help subordinates, they themselves will become dispensable. Okay. And everybody in an organization wants to be indispensable. So, you know, but now here's the deal. In some companies, this is a true thing. Some companies, you have um, bosses that are disempowering. And so what happens is they, uh, you know, these bosses who are disempowering, uh, they don't make room for other people. So someone else does shine. And what they do is they fire someone else um, to make room for this other person. So in a culture like that, you can't expect people to be anything else but then protective of their own jobs right but that's the that's the that's the first barrier second barrier is this is resistance to change okay resistance to change and then it says here most people don't like change that's a fact yet one of the most important responsibilities of leaders is to continually improve their organizations as a leader you must train yourself to embrace change to desire it to make a way for it Effective leaders are not only willing to change, they become change agents. This scares a lot of people, the idea of change, because change means you have to get better, means the people around you get better. You're constantly improving, okay? And that's one of the scariest things when we think about the marketplace. It is constantly evolving because the needs and wants of people are constantly evolving. And so we've got to be on the forefront of AI now, right? That scares the living daylights out of a lot of people. It scares the living daylights out of me, right? I'm imagining one day there's going to be, you know, uh, there's gonna be an AI, you know, person of a guy with curly hair sitting in front of you, a brown guy with curly hair you know, talking, but it's gonna be a cartoon. And, and that cartoon's gonna call itself prop JC, right? But I'm gonna be out of a job, but the but the cartoon's gonna be doing this, right? But you know what? I can't worry about that. I've just got to be changing, I've got to get better. Another class we've talked about that. A life of service means the this mindset of continual transformation, right? But that keeps people from empowering other people. And then the third barrier to empowerment is lack of self worth. That's deep. We talked about that earlier insecurity. <clears throat> John Pierce observed uh, you can't lead a cavalry charge if you think you look funny on a horse. And it goes on to say self conscious people are rarely good leaders. They focus on themselves, worrying how they look, worrying what other people think, whether they are liked. They can't give power to other people because they feel that they have no power themselves and you can't give what you don't have. The best leaders, John Maxwell goes on to say, have a strong sense of self-worth. They believe in themselves, their mission and their people. As author Buck Rogers says to those who have confidence in themselves, change is a stimulus Because they believe one person can make a difference and influence what goes on around them. These people are the doers and motivators. Uh, They're also the empowerers. And it goes on to say this, only secure leaders are able to give themselves away. Okay. So I just want you to think about this in our final podcast for this class. Okay. And uh, here, here will be the questions that I want you to think about. First of all, just go back and I want you to tell me based on this podcast, based on what I shared, not don't make them up, but what does John Maxwell say? What are the three barriers to empowerment? And I, I just went through those three right there. And, and then the second question is this. In one of the first quotes that I just said from the book, there's one word that stood out. I think I haven't paused on that word. Okay. Why is that word, whatever that word is, you got to find that word. Why is that word? a key uh, to people who struggle with empowering other people. And then the third question is a question I want you to be reflective on. When you think of those three barriers, are there any that stand out most to you? And I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, I've had moments where I have struggled in my life with empowerment and, and I think we all wrestle with this, right? And, And I'll tell you that there are moments where um, all three have gotten to me, but I'm not going to empower this really talented person over here because I don't want to lose my job. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do more empowering because that means that there's more change that has to happen and I don't want to change anymore. I'm tired of changing. But the last one is the one that probably has gotten to me the most in my own life is that, uh, you know, if I'm honest with you, you know, Learning and growing, how how to grow in confidence, how to grow in my own sense of self worth and who I am, and not be worried about everybody else around me. To understand that if I just reach my full and highest potential, I I don't have to worry about other people. Okay, I I can now be happy for other people as they reach their full and highest potential. And I'll tell you this, at forty four, it is something I've worked hard on, and I will tell you I've never experienced more of that than I have in the last two to three years. Uh, two to three, four years. And it's because of lots and lots of inner work that I've had to do in my own life. But I'm reaching a place because I'm focused more on my own journey and I'm really happy kind of where I'm in life and where I'm going. then now I can see other people succeed and I'm not too worried about that. I, I don't, you know, I still have those tings of jealousy. I still have those pangs of envy, right? But now what I try to do is say, hey, don't get jealous, just get better, right? So if I see someone who's got something that I want, I say, man, they've got a Okay, well, how did they get there, right? And what can I do to step up my game a little bit more versus, well, how do I attack that person, bring that person down, gossip about that person, whatever it is, right? So that's me being transparent with you. And I want you to be, to the extent you feel comfortable, you don't have to be as transparent as I am, but to the extent you feel comfortable, which one of these that we just talked about resonate most with you and maybe something that you need to work on in your own journey. Hey, thanks so much for listening. It has been a wonderful class with you. And uh, I hope that this has added value to you. I hope these podcasts have added value to you and hope some of the work that we've done has added value as well. And I look forward to 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 uh, our our final couple weeks here as we wrap up this class, well, finish strong, everyone. Finish strong. Don't don't uh, don't start tacking off now. All right, uh, it's really important that we uh, stay the course. Thanks for everything, everybody. I've enjoyed my time. I'll probably see you another time within our MAOL program here, our our leadership program. Sure, we'll have another class together. But it's been a joy to be with you. Hey, reach out if you need me. Uh, I'm here. Let's finish strong and uh, I'll see you here, there, on the other side. Take care, everybody.